Morning show, Toby and TJ back with you. Friday morning, everybody. July 29, nose to nose with the weekend. 36 days away from a Sooner kickoff. Here on the ref, this is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is the place to be. Nothing would be more fun than this weekend than tooling around on one of those uh, CF motos, by the way, that they've got. The CF motos are awesome it is um uh the fastest growing brand in the entire power sports industry and okc's exclusive dealer of cf moto power sports is extreme outdoor equipment four wheelers utility vehicles side by sides cf moto may not yet be a household name but they soon will be because they're better built better equipped have a better warranty they're better and they're priced less then the competition, you owe it to yourself to hop down to Goldsby or Newcastle and check out the CF Motos. They are sweet. They are in very high demand, too. So the stock is constantly changing. Now, before I forget, TJ, we do have a contest going on with uh, the Big Brother show. Amira was bounced last night. Uh-oh. Shocking turn warning. of events. You did not give a warning. Spoiler alert. Um Great episode last night. I was really worried going into that episode that the newly formed alliance would not hold together and things would break apart. And then I got really worried when Terrence is like, I'm volunteering. I'll go home. I don't want you going home. I'm like, yeah, shut up, old man. Uh, but the the shock, the jaws dropping to the floor, David thinking that he's giving a sympathy vote for Terrence <laughs> when he's helping eliminate Amira. Daniel. I mean, yeah. Daniel. Um, Nicole has... Lost her mind suddenly. She was, you know, who I wanted to draft in the beginning is not playing this she game in the manner that. Su- yeah, she's. Yeah, even bizarre. like sitting Terrence down, like, I'm letting you know you're going home and I love you <laughs> and I just want you to know. And then I like, uh, who's fingernail boy uh, uh, with the uh, hair? Turner. Uh, Turner. Uh, I like, he became like. Um, yeah, I like him too. Um, I can't remember, uh, you know, like Dr. Evil's son, like. Um, Oh, gosh, what's the red hair's name? He became, like, this really weird evil guy this week and, like, played it perfectly. Like, she walked out of the room, and he's like, <laughs> you're going nowhere, old man. <laughs> he's like, I, I'm the youngest one here. I shouldn't have to tell all you guys. You're being jerks. Yeah. <laughs> Quit being bullies. You're picking on this woman for no reason, and uh, I'm changing the game up. So here, you go home. 
So I, I loved the way this week went. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. a good episode. Yeah. It was a good episode. Fort Cobb football coach, by the way, had a mirror. So, uh, sorry, football, football <laughs> coach. You are gone. <laughs> you are out. Out. Get out of here. Get to stepping. And uh, we play on. with. Uh, I, I like to how uh, Amira's like, if they flip this, I'm telling you right now, Nicole, I'm lighting this house on fire. I'm telling all the secrets. I'm letting everybody know everything. You do that. You do that. I'm going to. Amira, you've been evicted. All right. Bye, guys. Great move. Great move. That was, um, oh, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Um, all right. I'll see you on Amazing Race, which I don't know what that comment meant. I'm like, hey, you're not going on Amazing Race. What are you talking about? Nobody likes you. So. What an episode. My wife loved Amira. What an episode. That was her favorite. She was upset last night. She was, <laughs> was uh, she? <laughs> yeah. So your wife's a bit of a bully. She picks on me all the time, so I can see that. Well, I don't think Amira was as much of a bully as Nicole was. Like, Nicole was the <laughs> – did Amira do anything? Like, uh, that was the – that was the kind of the thing that didn't make sense about the whole bullying stance. Like, I do think they got out the best – player like she on the girl side of the house i think amira was the smartest so from that aspect well it was uh justified but the bully was nicole i think there's a lot we haven't seen or weren't shown from what i got always say that what what i gathered on twitter inside so what i've gathered on twitter is you're not paying to watch the paramount plus stream or anything you've got these secret twitter sources right i've got uh read twitter and apparently, like, that whole group is really mean, and Turner is very stinky, and they keep telling him to shower, and he won't. Oh, really? So, yeah, those are the two <laughs> things that have come from Twitter. All right, I want to play this audio. This is um, Jimbo Fisher on Cal- on uh, Colin Cowherd's show. How about that combination, TJ? Colin Cowherd and Jimbo Fisher together. The whitest teeth that have ever been in the same room at the same time. On, Here, here's yeah. what came out of it. I'm the recruit. I say, you know, Jimbo, it's hot in Texas. Oh, my good Lord, Jimbo. You know, uh, boy, that Sark guy, boy, he really sells me. Oh, boy, sell me. Listen, here's, here's what A&M has. It has the most complete package of any school in the country. When you're talking about culture of university, this place is unbelievable. When you get here and you'll see it, the commitment that people have. It's top 20 educational school in the country. Education's through the roof. The commitment that we have made for our friends is right now, we're building a new $160 million facility. they got great facilities. Right now, it's going to be state-of-the-art, which no one in the country is going to have for your personal development and what we have. We have coaches that won the five coaches that have won a national championship. Ooh. We have coaches that have put as many NFL players in the NFL as we can. Afterwards, you're talking about this. We're the sixth richest school in the country with an $18 billion endowment for life after ball. You're talking about one of the two largest alumni associations in the country at 550,000 alums. There's 109,000 people at every game. You're playing an SEC schedule each and every time. And here's the important thing. I want, do you want to go somewhere that has won a championship or you want to be the first to do it? The people you remember, the guys that really make a difference in the world are the guys that are the first to do it. If you go somewhere else and just be another guy, you're just another guy. Come here and be the first guy to ever do it and set the standard for a new organization. Those are the ones that got statues outside that they talk about all the time. <laughs> That's the dumbest answer I've ever heard in my life right there. It just means that you've never done anything. You've never won anything. Guess what OU's won? A lot of national championships. Guess what there are? A lot of statues. Guess who's remembered? A lot of dudes. Alabama's not forgetting about uh, Tua because he's, you know, eighth in line of winning a national title. 
loser. He is the most unlikable human being that has ever been in college football history. I'm declaring it right now. Jimbo is the worst. It's a big statement. He's the most <laughs> unlikable coach to have ever been in college football. And that's saying a lot because Josh Heupel's still here. Alumni associations in the country at 550,000 alums. There's 109,000 people at every game. You're playing an SEC schedule each and every time. And here's the important thing. Listen to this. Do you want to go somewhere that has won a championship or you want to be the first to do it? The people you remember, the guys that really make a difference in the world, the guys are the first to do it. That's such a cornball, stupid answer. Well, here's the problem. They've got national championships. They they claim they national claim, championships. They claim, you know, 80 years ago, 65 years ago, whatever well, I know, it is. but he's basically saying we've never won one. He's admitting the truth that we all know. They've never won anything. He's totally dumping on the <laughs> Bear Bryant era. What do they call the Junction Boys? The Junction Boys, that's true. He like is. Like the proudest era of Texas A&M football. He's, com- he's completely saying, ah, none of that matters. You could be the first to ever win a national championship here. What the heck, man? <laughs> good, good point. I wasn't even like thinking about that angle of it. The only thing you have to be proud of at Texas A&M is the Junction Boy era, right? He's like, ah, nobody's ever won here. But they haven't made a, yeah, movie. Except they haven't for made them. a movie out of these guys. Uh, he don't you wish he was Texas's coach? Yes, yes. Um, t- Tyler and Teddy hit on this a lot over the last couple of weeks. Is you know Tom Herman was easy. He was a punching bag. He he built the jokes for you, and then Sark comes in and answers questions properly, and he's boring, and you still don't like him because he's Texas's coach. But there's like nothing that really aggravates you with him. To, right. to say. Jimbo. Is who you want as the Texas Longhorn head coach? Yes. <laughs> At least we're about to be in the same conference. With oh him, my so. goodness! We put as many guys in the NFL as we can. As a parent, <laughs> who would send their child to play for that guy? Like, what kind of well, sick individual are you? If you go somewhere, they're, they're passing well, out big checks. Now it's going to be state of the art, which no one in the country is going to have for your personal it's development. What we have. We have coaches that won the five coaches that have won a national championship. Ooh. We have coaches that have put as many NFL Ooh. players in the NFL as we can. <laughs> We're doing the best we can, all right? We put as many players I mean, in the uh, NFL as we can. Jimbo, it's hot in Texas. I mean, uh, sell me. Sell me. That dude, too. Colin? The, maybe the two most unlikable people on the planet. Yeah, I my kid will never play Division One college football. All right, I know that. But if by some chance I'm wrong, and he's heavily recruited, I cannot wait to invite Jimbo Fisher to my house. Oh, really? Yes. Well, how's that going to go? Just to kick him out. Thanks for coming all this way. Be gone, loser. If that's the case. <laughs> I might not even let him in the door. I might treat him like I did the uh, exterminator that was trying to sell me on a contract at my door last night. Oh, really? Yeah. What'd you do to that guy? I kept trying to sell me. I'm like, dude, I'm not interested. And he kept trying to sell me. And I said, I said, I'm not interested. And slammed the door. Wow.
Wow. I think he said something under his breath as he was walking Not going away. To. We're done. I need to go back and check the ring camera. Man. <laughs> you think he gave you the bird on the way off your porch? <laughs> you may have, but dude, I've told you three times nicely. Not interested. Fourth time, I'm not going to be as nice. I, don't, I, I will say this about Jimbo. He's entertaining. Like when I he see gives that his, Jimbo he gives said things something, to talk about. Yes. I want to hear what he said. Usually so I can make fun of it, but I do. Like he is entertaining. And the feud with Nick Saban is gold. I can't wait for that game this year. I think Alabama's going to absolutely destroy them, but he, I can't wait for it. Every every uh, story needs a, a you know a villain, and he's the perfect villain. Yeah, in a in, in a, a conference in a half of a conference <laughs> that contains Nick Saban and Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach. Lane Kiffin is a lovable personality now. Well, now Mike Leach has always been lovable. Now you see Lane Kiffin as a lovable guy. Yes. You do, anyway. Not everybody does. But it wasn't too long ago that he was maybe the most unlikable coach That's in college true. football. He's flipped the script. I, could you ever see Jimbo flipping the script? No. Jimbo outshines them all. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Harson, for Pete's sake, is on that side of the conference. People don't even know what his name is. Do you know what all kinds of stuff he was doing down at Auburn? Jimbo outshines them all. I would say this, too, to coaches out there. Yeah, go ahead. As a parent, if you walked in and told me how state-of-the-art your facilities were and how much better they were than everyone else in the country, I would ask you to leave because every coach has that line. And guess what? Everyone at that level, their facilities are really good for the most part. Like I hate that line. I hate Some the line. Are slightly of, better than others. I hate but the line of man. Great. Our facilities are so great. Like I would be like, all right, thanks for coming in. <laughs> if I was Brent, I would ask to follow. How about that battle? Like they're in the hunt right now for a five-star defensive lineman who is down <laughs> to Oklahoma and Texas A&M. <laughs> follow Jimbo and all recruiting yeah. visits. We would like to come in right after Jimbo, please. <laughs> Teddy, I heard him yesterday. He was like, uh, Jimbo reminds him of uh, Alex uh, Jones. Oh, yeah, the, like, uh, the, the uh, yeah. conspiracy theory guy, the yeah. political guy. Yeah, He's like, he talked, <laughs> he said he talks so fast that you don't even have time to think about how can you discredit what he just said because he's made five more points and you can, you're just like, he says something crazy, but then before you can even contemplate whether what he said is true or not he has said three or four or five more things and it just dumps it all into your brain now i'm telling you i'm telling you dick sabins he's an alien he's not even from this planet you don't want to send your kid there he's going to he's going to warp your kid's mind you don't even want that i've got a big bag of money here now uh, we've got great facilities i've got a big bag of money here and these facilities will get you ready for the nfl like you've never been made ready for in any other school in the country now, i'm telling you right now i've got a big bag of money and we're going to make your son into an elite machine and get him ready for the nfl because we try we try we try to put as many as we can into the NFL. You not other programs and coaches can. do that. Not other coaches do that. They don't try as hard as we do to you put You can them be in. the first to ever win a national championship here. Uh, coach, what about this banner up there that says you've already won a national championship? Ignore that. 
All right, we got to take a break. We got the great Bob Pe- Bob Kessling coming up next. Voice of the Volunteers joins us next. Tennessee at twenty one on our countdown. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Well, we are one week into the countdown, the most inconsequential, meaningless preseason countdown in all of college football. Five teams have been unveiled. Two sooner opponents in that uh, five, Nebraska and K-State. Three SEC teams in that five, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and uh, Tennessee. We hope to chat with Bob Kessling coming up here in just a bit. I uh, did not watch parts. Yes, TJ. I was going to say, uh, should I try one of these other numbers, or you think I should just keep trying this one? Uh, yeah, sure. What's that hurt? Okay. okay. I uh, I uh, I did not watch parts three and four of the Jeter doc last night, but I did yesterday afternoon watch part two to try to get caught up. So I got caught up only to fall directly behind again. And uh, got to tell you, uh, part two riveting. Uh, it's the part where. Jeter plays shortstop for the New York Yankees. And uh, they won some games, and uh, they took some parades. Now, it was it was interesting. It was, i got to admit. It was. I, I was – the whole A-Rod part of it was probably the most interesting part, as, uh, as uh, TJ pointed out, it would be. But um, I don't know. They didn't get too much into the nightlife. They kind of mentioned it briefly. There was the whole Diddy thing and all that kind of stuff. But I am – I will watch it. I'm going to watch all seven parts, and I'll be willing to say I was wrong if uh, if it was, you know, enthralling. I feel like I've seen enough. Like, I feel like I've got the gist of it now, two parts in. Grew up wanting to be a Yankees fan. Did it. Was really good. The end. Are we going to go into the part where he was not a very good general manager for the uh, Miami Marlins or owner or whatever? I don't know if we're going to get that far into it or not. But anyway, I'll try to get caught up this weekend on the seven-part Jeter doc. Although I am pretty uh, – this 1883 thing has got me like, holy cow, what a great show, Teach. You've got to find out a way to watch 1883. I need I need to. Uh, it does not look like we're going to get Bob. I tried no Bob times. Kessling today. several times with several numbers. We'll have so. him make it up to us next. Week. Here's what we'll do: I will completely riddle him with guilt, and then he will join us at a future date. And I'll probably get a free meal out of this on down the line, <laughs> TJ. When we go to Knoxville next, okay, or SEC Media Days or something. <laughs> That's right, Bob. Remember that time you stood me up on my radio show? Uh, no, he's a big wig. He's a big daddy. He can. So, you know, he's in the SEC, TJ. So uh, those guys will perfectly uh, fine if they stay. Their schedule same. this time of day is busier than yours. They're in the SEC. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly right. Was I asking you? Oh, 1883. you got to find a way to watch this show. Oh, I, to, I, I will. I want it's to. A it's a masterpiece. It's yeah. a masterpiece. 
It's not what I thought it was going to be. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but the – can I tell you what kind of the storyline of it is? Sure. You, maybe you, you probably already know. So it's basically how they – I am assuming in the end – how they acquired the land that they now live on. And it starts with uh, uh, Tim McGraw, who obviously – I'm trying to like do the math on this. Like it's got to be John's grandfather, I think, because it's 1883. And isn't Yellowstone modern day? Yes, it's modern day. I think it's his great great grandfather or his grandfather. I think it's his great grandfather. See, the confusing thing is he's got a son named John in the show. But so I immediately thought, well, there's little John Dutton. But then I'm doing the math. I was like, no, little John Dutton couldn't have been alive in 1870 or whatever it is. So anyway, great-grandfather, whatever it is, is he was in the Civil War. And now he's decided he wants to take his family to the West. And he is on a uh, – he helps lead a, uh, uh, a bunch of immigrants. which just going to be him and his family, but he gets talked into this kind of cattle drive, basically to try to go from Texas to wherever they're going to go. They don't know where they're going to go, but they're going out west, and they're going to find, you know. But it's a real kind of look at how hard life was, you know. I mean, how how dangerous it was and how hard it was and how we didn't have vaccines for things. And, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, people are killing over right. I'm two episodes in, and about 500 people have already died in this thing, you know. It's his so, great-great-grandfather. Uh, great, great. One of his sons, John Dutton Sr., went on to become John Dutton's grandfather. There you go. So, yeah. Well, he's a little boy in this. And uh, the story's kind of told through the daughter's eyes, uh, which would, I guess would be his great grandmother. But it's very well done. And Tim McGraw is outstanding in it. And, um, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's, it's not a lighthearted at all. It's, it's, intense really good so you got to figure out a way i gotta go and pay for paramount plus yeah uh, you know what i actually got out the books last night or yesterday (laughs) afternoon (laughs) i went through i was like what am i paying paying for for? i am not paying for paramount plus i bet you get it free with your uh your phone uh subscription your phone provider yeah you sure we don't just get it with cable I'll try. I'll go and uh, research that, and if that's the case, then I'll sign in. We'll just log try in to today. log in. Yeah, I'll try that today. Yeah, I don't. I'm not paying. I don't know how I got it for free, but uh, I'm not paying for Paramount Plus. Um, because the, I haven't watched a whole lot on there, to be honest with you. So, anyway, it's really good, and uh, so I'm gonna have to work the Jeter documentary in around around that somehow. Uh, what else you got? Anything else back there, TJ, since we don't have Mr. Kessling? Uh, uh, let's segment? see here. A couple of texts here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. TJ hates Oklahoma because the panhandle is left-handed. Well, don't, <laughs> don't start that. I don't, I don't hate Oklahoma. Don't start that. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, people have a bad habit of thinking anyone with a different opinion is an idiot. The only idiots are those who think Texas is back. <laughs> No, if you want black uniform, alternate uniforms for Oklahoma, uh, I'm going to put you in that category. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I don't. I think say you idiot have to... in a loving way a lot of times. So uh, take it for what it's worth, okay? I don't think you have to worry about black uniforms. We have asked that question to Joe on this show before, right? And he said there is. If you want to play football, what what is it he said? There's already a team with black in their color scheme in this state, or something like that. It was a reference to OSU and how black is not one of OU's colors. Yeah. So I don't think you have to worry about black. However, um, Joe has seen has shown the flexibility on the anthracite. Like softball's got anthracite unis. Both basketball teams have anthracite unis. That that is a color part of the OU color scheme. That gray, that deep gray is. So I wouldn't completely rule that out. But the black, I don't think you'll ever see. This one's wrong. This one says, man, Jimbo, you had me at, we put as many players in the NFL as we can. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Texas A&M fans love him? Yes. Or are they embarrassed by him? No, they absolutely love him. You know this or you think this? I know this. Do you know some A&M fans? I don't know any A&M fans. I know a few A&M fans and they absolutely love him. Because he has led them to continued mediocrity? Oh, this is the greatest success they've ever had in their program's history. What are you talking about? Yeah. Think huh. of the A&M fan base. You're going to tell me they don't like Jimbo? Um. Well, I think they do like him, but he is kind of universally embarrassing to everybody else. here whooping and kissing and doing all their weird stuff in their white pants. They, they love Jimbo. Uh, this what pers- do you think's going to be at this pool? Like, like this pool party going to be like? <laughs> is Reveille going to be swimming around in the pool? Is it wrong of me to find it creepy? And only because of Jimbo? If Lane Kiffin was having a pool party, totally, you'd say, totally, uh, yeah, totally fits. I think that right. uh, the great party would have a good time. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Am I being too hard on Jimbo for thinking, oh, that's a little creepy? Here are the one, two, three, four, five, six seasons under Kevin Sumlin, okay? Okay. 11 and 2, 9 and 4, 8 and 5, 8 and 5, 8 and 5, 7 and 6. Here are the four seasons under Jimbo 9 and 4, 8 and 5, 9 and 1, 8 and 4. So, Fisher's had one good year. That wasn't four or five losses, mm-hmm. and Sumlin had one good year that wasn't four or five losses. So, like, what's the difference? I think you want me to go back to Mike Sherman and Dennis Francione no, and RC Slocum, I mean, the, and that's like they're four or five losses. I, I year. completely agree with what, what you're saying. It's what they are. It's who they are. Yes. No, I'm I'm not arguing with you here, but I'm I'm saying for whatever reason, I think that fan base thinks he's better than any of those guys. I guess one, he's got a championship from Florida State. Two, That's he's true. Just, he does want. He's got the not corny, a lot of those running around. He's got the corny personality that just fits in. Was he like this at Florida State though? No, he was not. What happened? He got all those ranches and went nuts. He got all those ranches and got in with that group of people and went nuts. Sorry if there's some A and M people out there listening. Actually, I'm not. You're all. Weird. If that's the case. <laughs> Not going to. We're done. All right, we need a break. Thank you, Jimbo. Appreciate that. <laughs> Friday morning. I just got stood up. T Row in the morning show. We'll be back.
the ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I got to tell you, one of the, um... oh yeah. well, let me start with this. This is our countdown, TJ, okay? Well, your countdown. Okay, this is my countdown, yes. but it's our show. We can do what we want with it. True. I think we should, uh, I think we should punish Tennessee a couple of spots. You are mad at Bob. Bob's normally been pretty reliable in the years you've had him on. I don't remember Bob's him a great guy. standing you up before. Yeah, Bob's a great guy, but if you don't respect the countdown enough to make a scheduled appearance, there's got to be a punishment for that, right? I, I don't know. This is unprecedented in the history of the poll, but I, I, what do you think? I've already told you I thought they were too high. So if you want to bump them down, I need to make an adjustment to my notes here. Just let me know. I can play their fight song in a different spot. All right, let me think about it. All right, let me think about it. I'm considering it right now. I'm considering, just like the NCAA, TJ, coming down hard on Tennessee. <laughs> you know, he could have been listening on the streaming, heard me go on my rant of my dislike of Josh Heupel, and said, I'm not answering the phone no, for the shirts. Like that. First class guy. First class guy. One thing I have enjoyed with this NIL thing is some of the creative sponsorships that have emerged. Yes. SOS Heating and Cooling is a company in Nebraska, TJ. SOS Heating and Cooling. And they have signed to an NIL sponsorship deal Nebraska wide receiver DeColdest Crawford. Yes! Love it. Perfect tie. The coldest Crawford is the new spokesman for SOS Heating and Cooling. <laughs> brilliant. That is brilliant. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Toby. I am sorry you got Phil Collins this morning. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I know. You waited in the rain for hours. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on the uh, sponsorships too. I don't know. I right now I don't know what hot dog to eat, so I'm waiting. Uh, maybe a uh, <laughs> another nil is in in, in works there. Uh, it's a, swa- oh, it's do, a Schwab but... dog, Sean. It's always a Schwab dog. Well, I, I'm stuck with that, but I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I'm I'm uncomfortable with it right now. So, TJ, you got to go um, get a Fletcher's corny dog nil deal. I mean, you're the as much as you've you been go. in the middle of this Fletcher story. How are you not making money off these guys being their spokesman and everything? I can't answer I, that for you. Don't don't think that it wasn't from a lack of be trying in the aggressive. beginning. Aggressive, be aggressive. Go out there and get go get out there and get well, it you, done. You got a T-shirt, didn't you? I did get I did get a free T-shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you, more do you want? Um. First of all, it is impossible to embarrass A&M fans. I, I, uh, we've followed this program and these, this sport long enough, and it just there's nothing you can do. It just they're 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 in they're in unable to be embarrassed. So they're not like regular people. It might be the good humor uniforms and the jazz hands they've got working, but jazz hands. I also I pic I picture Jimbo walking into the pool party in cut off jeans, boots. <laughs> It comb over working, you know. I mean, and that's the whole thing with them. Like, I mean, he's from West Virginia. Like, 
if you're from Oklahoma, maybe, or Texas, I get the first name. But, like, what parent sat down in West Virginia and goes, you know what, honey? We got us a Jimbo here. That's what we got. But mm-hmm. And he was like, I still am TJ, he was like this at Florida State. He just wasn't in our part of the country. He are got they run gonna out be of like, Florida State. Are they going to be like having chicken fights? Are they going to be on each other's shoulders with pool noodles <laughs> and things like that? Yeah, I mean, oh, like, what's going on at no a question? What's going on at a all-male hey, pool party? Hey, 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 be- who hit Malachi in the face with a pool noodle? <laughs> there is no like if question. Lane, I, I'm totally with TJ. If Lane Kiffin's throwing the pool party, like HBO might show up. You know, this would be like off the rails right. stuff. Like but t- Turtle and drama are showing up with uh, Lane. Exactly. I decide. Yeah, I don't know well, what the Texas A&M well, pool party is going to look like. You know more about the interviewing process than almost anybody, because you do it. You do a great job when you do interviews. Mm-hmm. And B. Arthur asking him that question of okay. Jimbo, Jimbo. First of all, if I was a head coach and you kept calling me by my first name, we've got a problem. But second of all, he was like the whole the whole gist of his question was like, "Hey, it's hot in Texas. How are you going to sell right. me?" And I'm like, "It's hot everywhere. What are you talking about? It's hot." But if that's the case, that's just, <laughs> yeah, that's just uh, I mean, he's, he's. Go ahead. Nobody ever accused Colin Cowherd of being a great interviewer. He he well, is an entertain he's an entertainer, but uh, it is the right it does like I do appreciate an alliance if that's what we're building here between Colin Cowherd and Jimbo I can get behind that <laughs> the the trio of Lincoln Jimbo and Colin mm-hmm. well right. I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now uh, I am going to say to kick off the 2025 season. Jimbo will be the new coach at USC, and he and Colin can hang out in Colin's weirdly decorated all all white home uh, with white furniture. I've got, I've got ranches in Texas. I'm not going to California. I, I, no, I think he will be the next coach at SC following uh, Lincoln's departure for uh, the San Diego or the LA uh, Chargers after two seasons, so he doesn't have to play in the Big Ten. But anyway, but I do feel for you, man. I feel bad you got stood up, so. Thanks, man. Uh, if there's it. anything I can do, just let me know. I appreciate it. See you later. Thanks, Toby. Um, you know what? I'm bumping them two spots, Teach. Tennessee is down to 23 in the countdown. This right, is an unprecedented on. move, but I see no way around it. Boy, um, so you're you dropping them all the way to 23. Yeah, I'm putting them behind Arkansas and Ole Miss. So Ole Miss is think? now 22. Let me move them down. And Arkansas is now 21. Arkansas 21, Ole Miss 22, Tennessee two-spot uh, deduction. All right. 23, K-State 24, Nebraska 25. It's like it's like uh, missing an element in gymnastics or something, TJ. There's a point deduction for this. And this is all very tight. And I think, you know, what it signifies is maybe an air of cockiness and overconfidence coming off a seven and six season. Uh, sounds like it. Sounds like it. And it, it this if this is the kind of attitude that permeates Knoxville right now, that does not bode well. So I'm bumping them down to twenty three. I'm proud of you right now. I'm proud of you. 
Well, this is no longer like some little rinky-dink AM station somewhere. We are a statewide broadcast, TJ. Worldwide broadcast. Carter Jennings okay? and the Carter Jennings Law Firm pay for their sponsorship. Omaha. They That's were ex- stood you know, too. You know who was in Omaha this year? Oklahoma. That's you right. You know who was not in Omaha this year? Tennessee. Big, bad Tennessee. And all That's their exactly home runs right. were sitting at home. That's exactly right, TJ. You're telling it like it is. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Tennessee uh, missed their slot for their live interview today. They are demoted two spots in the countdown. The volunteers now come in at 23. All right, we'll take a break. Love it. When we come back, Chris Plank joins us. We'll uh, see if there's an update on the uh, the young man trying to date his daughter. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Ah, it's the weekend, Teach. Here we go. Big lake weekend for you. It's going to be nice and cool out there. Cooler, anyway. I got a volleyball tournament I'm heading to as soon as this segment's over today. How about Ooh, that? Good luck. July good luck. 29th. Well, it's like a preseason scrimmage tournament kind of a thing. But well, still, you uh, whatever the, I'm excited uh, about it. Uh, preseason or not, you want to win every game. Yeah, that's exactly right. Or every right. match, whatever it may be. That's exactly right. Winning mentality is what you got to have, TJ. We welcome in now Chris Plank, crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Good morning, Plank. It's called a championship mindset, Toby That's it. Rowland. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. exactly what it is. So volleyball, huh? All day. All Southmore day. High School. Um, I think it starts at 9 and it goes to like 3 or 4 in the afternoon. So Holy smokes. Yeah. It's a I full know. day. They got good facilities over there for the Sabercats. I don't think I've ever been to Southmore's gym. I feel like I'm sure they do. It's a new high school. I mean, newer high school. One so. thing I know about Southmore, they try to put as many kids into college as they can. Mm. I mean, that they're, they're, I was, they're trying to I was that. just going to mention that. We did the uh, we did the Alliance All-Star game last Sunday in Indy. There was a Westmore girl on there. I feel like in the College World Series, there were two Southmore girls that were playing. They're everywhere, Toby. Everywhere. So enjoy. You know what? Sophomore. This is an opportunity for you to get some really good intel on what it's like inside the walls of Texas A and M, because didn't we just pick up a transfer from there on the softball team? We did. That is correct. Yeah, you're going to get to know this young lady, and you can find out some good A and M stories for us. I loved your comparison earlier by way of of Teddy Lehman, the Alex Jones comparison. Yes. yes. To where when Jimbo Fisher talks. You want to call him out on something? Fact check him. But yet he's like five points beyond Wait. before you can even get a word out. <laughs> Slow down, Jimbo. Hey, oh. you just said something completely insane four points ago. Would you please slow down? By the way, I did want to follow up on the tease because, you know, we are radio professionals. It was radio silence yesterday from the quote-unquote boyfriend, so that was good. Um, I appreciated that I no longer had to deal with 
another 14-year-old texting me, so that's uh, that's a good sign. Toby I said think. he's loving 1883. Luckily, you don't live in that time period because they might be making wedding plans. That's right, exactly. Know? I mean, we literally the first call we took yesterday, Toby, uh, which ended up being on this topic, was someone that talked about when his dad and mom met when they were kids. His dad was 20 and his mom was 15. So I didn't like the way that that conversation was going at all. They were betrothed. That's right. Back then. Yeah. That's right. But you know what? I'm a. I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm getting that that big time. I know you don't like to think about this because the schedule goes left lane hammer down. It's still July. Chris. I know. Be careful with what you're about to say next. I know, Toby. And I'm I'm going on a well. I don't know if you call driving in a car with your mother-in-law to a 14-year-old and an eight-year-old and your wife a vacation. But I am going on a vacation in a week and a half to New York to go see my son. Um, oh, but Lord, please hang on a second. Let's go all ahead. say a prayer for Chris real yeah. fast. Do you know how long the trip to New York is from Norman? 20-some hours. Correct. Right? Correct. It is It is not. One car. One car. Your go wife. Ahead. Right. Your two daughters. That's right. And your mother-in-law. That's right. And we're meeting. And you get on to me for my trips. <laughs> I, I should be crushed for this. Two completely hey, different Chris, things. Uh, your trips, I left TJ. mine at the airport. You can leave me at the gas station. <laughs> it's still one of the greatest stories ever. Ma, you okay? All right, listen. We're going to get on this plane, and we're going to go to a I'm <laughs> teasing her if she's listening. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, Im- Imps is here. We can go. <laughs> They're good. So you're good? You're good. All right. Are you sure? And meanwhile, Katie and- She and- can't. Katie and Bronx have already boarded. You sure you're good? All right, is we'll see. Is that a thumbs up or is it? No, and she's. TJ, it's, it's one of my favorite stories. I know you guys wanted to be. go down that way. It, it, it never quite go down be. that way. But. My, my mother-in-law is the kind of person to be like, I don't think you should go without me. I'm like, oh, This gosh. is a non-refundable ticket. She'll understand. By get the way, the-, the funny part of this is this road trip that we're taking, this 22-hour and 18-minute road trip, is to meet. My mom and stepdad, who have flown there wisely, uh, and pick them up at the airport, and then spend the weekend with my ex and her husband. So good times, Toby. Oh, good lord! All Are you in, serious? All in the name of my of my West Point grad. Well, not grad yet, but he would have hopefully made it through a day. They're out in the field right now. We haven't got any updates. So, Well, what's going to happen there is going to be awesome, and I cannot wait to hear about <laughs> the, it. What's the, on the other end is going to be neat, but you are going to be in one place with your wife, right. your ex-wife, right. your mother, and your mother-in-law. That's right, and and my ex-wife's husband. Oh, you psycho said we need a scene setter written by Toby as you uh, leave for the vacation. <laughs> that we, can have. we need a therapist uh. on standby when he gets home is what oh, we need. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. When is this? About it. Uh, so it would be a week from Monday is when we're leaving. So I'm literally, and and I'm actually, you'd be proud, I'm missing a Fox Sports show because of our drive back. So. Get out of here. Yeah, I know, right? What's going on with that? Look at me. Awesome. Look at me. Chris, I hope you have the greatest show you've ever had. That is the goal, Toby. We're going to preview the Pac-12 today in the 10 o'clock hour, so it should be fun. TJ, have a great weekend. Hey, boat safety. Practice boat safety this week. I'll try that. Okay, TJ? All right. Uh, Thanks to Bob Kessling for not joining us today. You find folks for listening. We'll do it again on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody.